We are we are live. Oh, we're hi, recording. It's another Monday. You guys, I'm sitting in Arizona. First off, yay for us for being consistent and still recording this. I know. <laughs> but I am sitting in Arizona right now. I'm pretty sure it's Tempe. I don't know for sure because you know how all the cities start to like run together. But you guys, there's this coolest lake community here where they like build this man-made lake. Not super deep, but it's pretty cool. I've decided that I now I have hope that I can live by a lake in Utah and not just Utah Lake because that one's stinky. But <laughs> maybe they'll make me a little mini lake and I can build a house next to it. <laughs> yeah, I'm seeing Michelle on the screen. Blue skies, palm trees in the background. And then I'm, nice. sitting, here, I'm sitting here at the office looking out the window as it's currently snowing well I'm all bundled up a little different but Amanda does look beautiful today she put her hair and makeup together I look a little bit like a mess so you know <laughs> pros and cons <laughs> well you've had a weekend though I did um, I want to so, hear how, uh, yeah. how like well first probably it I mean I know, I know why you're in Arizona but tell everybody else why you're in Arizona so uh, my boyfriend, he uh, he really loves music, which has actually been a super fun thing that we have done. We'll go to concerts together. You guys, I wasn't a very big concert person, like, at all. Like, I mean, the concerts that I went to was, like, you know, I'm New Kids on the Block back in the day, you know. And I've been New Kids on the concerts. Block? I know, right? I'm I did. Jealous. Remember, at the Marriott Center. I think I saw Backstreet Boys once. But, like, concerts for me, like, my boyfriend does concerts very differently in the fact that he hates sitting at a concert. He'll only go if you can dance. And then, I mean, I do drink alcohol now, so that does give a completely different experience. <laughs> I will put that out there. Judge me if you want. Um, anyways, so, no, but it was really interesting, though. So, uh, yeah, my boyfriend's really been into um, uh, just bands and music. Like, for him, that was always his place. He'd always say, like, yeah, Michelle, like, going to concerts is like going to church for me. I didn't really get it until I've actually been there. It's just a cool experience, especially with your inner crowd of people. Everyone's like liking the music. It's really cool. Anyways, um, there was a band he's been following probably for like almost like 11 years now. Um, it's called Catastro and they actually knew him. They were like their first fans where they like come to Utah and they like slept over at his buddy's house, you know, cause they didn't have a place. To, you know, they yeah. were the opening act, didn't have a place to sleep. Um, then one time they drove down to Arizona and they hung out with them again because it was like their fans from Utah. It was like the first time they had fans. <laughs> Dustin was telling me an experience where they were at, um, I mean, this was like 11 years ago. They were back at his buddy's house sleeping there and his, one of the, it was the, I think it was a drummer, drummer or the boys player. Somebody in the band grabs his iPod, you know, those little mini iPods where you can only put like three or 400 songs. Like not like, like maybe shuffles. not even that. The, the little shuffles, but they still had, you could still read what was on it. Like this is tiny little ones. And one of the band members grabs it and opens it up and sees that they're in his iPod, which is like a big deal. And they start like freaking out. <laughs> it's like, oh my gosh. Cause you have to imagine that has to be a pretty good feeling when you're just like, you've worked so hard. You're starting to have some fans and you're like in someone's iPod. I can see that being like a big deal. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so anyways, we were here because in last May, um, the lead singer, um, was killed in a car accident. So they were just kind of doing this whole um, kind of a good tribute weekend uh -huh. to him. So it was really cool. I mean, so the very, I guess there was like a pre-party. It's a pre-party to pre-party. I don't know. There's a couple of things that people went to. Like there was a Wait, there <laughs> bar. Was, that there people, were two pre-parties, a pre-party and a pre-party. They were joking about it. But yeah, like they were doing a pre-pre-party at this bar where they had put a mural of Andy at the, 
like on the wall at the bar. So there was like an unveiling of that. His parents were there. Dustin like went up and gave his um, parents hug, which I was like, oh, you were like the drunk guy. He's like, I know, but I just wanted to hug him because <laughs> we were joking with, we, we found that Dustin, Dustin doesn't like drink a ton, but if he drinks a little bit and he's emotional, he's just a little bit looser. So it's totally fun. It was sweet. It was just really sweet. So we went to that and then they had music the night before. So that was the official pre-party. With that one, though, um, it was really cool. So they got on. I guess they have a podcast. Two of the band members have a podcast called Camp. That's They named this thing Camp Fest. But it was really funny to get on because, like, they're, they had the third band member get on who's not usually on the podcast. And it was just cute because, it was like, the two guys were, like, me and you, where we're just, like, talking, talking, talking. The other good guy maybe got five words in. Like, that was me. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I can't imagine being that guy. I can definitely imagine the two that just talk and talk and talk. But it was good. It was just cool just to watch them kind of reminisce or whatever. Yeah. And then they had the, then the next, on Saturday, they had um, just the whole, just the whole like festival. They had a bunch of people playing. And so they would, what happens is they would play his music and then he'd have his different friends come in and sing his part. So mm-hmm. people they'd work with, but the band was like playing and stuff and, I'm just like imagining how that would feel though. I mean, they've been at this for like 15 years. They started when they were 17. They've been doing this for 15 years. And I'm like, cause here's, 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 I don't know a ton about, you know, music, but I can kind of tell that it's like, if there's a guitar player that dies, you can teach somebody to play the way that he, if, you know, someone who plays the drums, but a singing, you can't just replace that. Like that is a very unique and so I can't imagine having like the pivotal part of like the thing you've been working for because they were just starting to really hit it big. Like this is everything they've been working for. So I was like, oh man. But they said they're going to keep going, which I think is cool. So it was a cool experience. It was a cool experience to be able to come and really be able to support other people mm-hmm. that were so into it, but while also enjoying it. Because here's the deal. Like I, I talk about it. Like my boyfriend really likes reggae music, which come to find out that's not really a genre. Most of them sound like rock anyway. <laughs> but it's like a chiller vibe so I think that's why I'm down with it like it's really more soft rock but like a cool vibe so but yeah it was just cool to come support and I really do like concerts and warm weather so it was good so nice it was fun I'm outside so hopefully the wind just picked up but yeah anyways how was your weekend what did you do um my weekend was pretty chill Mm -hmm. um Sunday was actually Sunday yesterday so it was really cute. Um, it just kind of worked out that I got one-on-one time with everyone that was like of my family members that were at the house, meaning oh, uh, cool. so like the older kids, the older kids are actually uh, out of the country right now. They're on a cruise with oh, their man. mom and stepdad. And so we didn't have the big, like the big older kids with us. So it was just Jeff and the two younger girls. And Sunday, you know, Jeff and I, it was great. So you guys, Jeff typically can't sleep in. He, for whatever reason, like, it's just not like he's up, he's going, he's doing things even on Sunday. You guys, I love sleeping in on Sunday. Yeah, like, I was like that's impressive. I, I love, I love to just have like a slow morning in bed, maybe reading a book a little bit and then like falling back asleep. Cause I typically still will initially wake up at the normal time that I wake up every day. But I'm like, oh, yeah, no, it's Sunday. I get to stay in bed. So I'll, you know, sometimes I'll sit and listen to it. Like I'll put in an, an earbud and listen to a podcast or, you know, just kind of doze or read or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, And you guys, Jeff stayed in bed with me on Sunday. 
Oh, yay. I know. It was That's so great. Awesome. Um, and he, same thing, like we'd snuggle and then I'd like fall asleep, back asleep, or he'd fall back asleep. And then we'd talk and we'd like giggle and then we'd like fall back asleep again. It was like such a lazy Sunday morning. It was so nice. And then he's like, hey, let's go get a drink. And then we went to go to his favorite store because um, normally he always goes to Home Depot at some point on the weekend because he's always working on a project of some what? sort. Guys, the Home Depot thing, man. Yeah, yeah. that's like a thing. He loves the Home Depot, and we just found out they are going to be building one by our house, so we don't have to drive like the twenty minutes across the valley to the one that's next closest to us. So he's really excited about that. Um, but yeah, like Jeff's just Jeff also really loves doing projects, so he has decided to completely demo and rebuild our laundry room. So he's like building cab- new cabinets from scratch. Oh. He's building a countertop, like <laughs> designing floating shelves. Like he just, he's- I'm like, how do you guys fit a countertop in there? I'm impressed to see. I know he'll do it. Like there's times I don't think it's possible. I know he'll do it. I'm just like in my mind, I'm like, okay. Yeah. Be impressive. I, I mean, he'll, he'll ask me like, what do you think of this? And I'm like, cool. Uh, I can't wait to see how you do this. And every yeah. single time he pulls it off. Like it's amazing. Anyhow, so we, we got up probably around like nine. We got out about like nine. Um, I stayed in my pajamas and we, we went to just go grab like a coffee and then went to Home Depot and, and it was great. He and I just spent Sunday morning together. And then when I got home, um, Reese had, had been asking to watch, there's like a, a Netflix series that she had been wanting to watch with me, just like kind of like a her and I thing. And I can't remember what she called it. She's like, it was our like our Netflix, not agreement. I don't remember, but basically like the only time that she and I can watch that series is if we're together. Neither one gets to like watch ahead or anything like that. It's like, this is what we're I'm doing. I'm the worst together. with that. I've tried to do that with people. I cheat. If I ever do that with any of you guys, just know I'm just cheating. Like I just can't, whatever it is. <laughs> I'm the worst. I'm the worst. <laughs> what series so, was it? Um, uh, Jenny and Georgia. Okay. And I That's might get judged by some of the moms and the dads out there for watching. I didn't really even know what it was going to be about, but it's about like this mom. She's like a young single mom who had gotten pregnant when she was 15. And now she has a 15 year old daughter and the mom's third. Like it's kind of this whole, oh. this whole thing. Right. Yeah. But they are talking about things that teenagers are facing right now. Like drug, like drug use, uh, sex, uh school I think that's uh, good though yeah like bring like like that's freaking awesome though having a space though where you can bring it up and maybe have conversations with your kids like so that's really cool I, I didn't you know she had been saying mom I really want to watch this with you I really want to watch this with you and uh for like the last probably month and I was like cool let's Sunday's a great day let's watch some of it so we watched like the first couple of episodes and there were mo there were some moments where I was like okay we're gonna fast forward this part um <laughs> But we we have gotten to have some of the best conversations. That's cool. That's really um, cool. And yeah, like it has, I don't know, it's opened up in a really, you know, because like some of those conversations are, I'm I'm trying to get better at not being as uncomfortable, right? They're like, mm-hmm. I don't I don't know how your parents were about talking with you about sex, about birth control. They didn't. About- drugs about alcohol about self-harm about I can't suicide. say they didn't but yeah when you were a teenager like that wasn't I mean I I didn't really 
I also was pretty sheltered growing up too. So yeah. um, I don't think we dealt a lot of those things weren't really in my space yeah. so much. Yeah. Um, but I think because I don't think my parents ever had a yeah, my parents never had a drug conversation with me. But I literally, yeah, well, wasn't, forget those. Right. <laughs> um, but I think with the world that we're in right now, with social media, right? Like, yeah, it's all over TikTok or whatever. It's yeah. Um, it's more commonly talked about amongst kids, right? And so I don't know, it was really good. It was a great way to have some of those topics brought up in a way that Reese and I could have really, really candid conversations. Mm-hmm. Um, and, it, and it was cute because you could see both of us would look at each other like, and we'd pause it partway through. I'm like, all right, so let's have a conversation about, you know. That's, actually, that's really, let, I legit let's actually chat about really this. Cool. I think that's um, actually a really cool thing. And what a cool way to do it. So it's not like this random thing. Like, let's sit down and talk about it. It's like naturally coming up. Like, I actually think that's a really cool thing. And so we had, we had so many, you know, we'd watch like, I don't know, 15 minutes of it. And then we'd be pausing it again. And she'd like ask questions or, um, because like there was one part where they were talking about pornography and we like paused it. And she, she's like, okay, mom, like, what's the big deal about pornography? Like, I know it's around. I know it's, but like, tell me what the big deal is about it. And and so we got to have like conversations about pornography and how it's that really cool. is not a very accurate representation of what um, a loving, respectful, romantic relationship is. And also like there's, yeah. Anyhow, it just, it was really, really, really cool. And also awesome. I was sweating through part of it. So like, <laughs> your kid was uncomfortable and awkward. I didn't really love it. I didn't really love um, it. Yeah. So yeah. so I, you know spent some time with Reese doing that, and then went upstairs, and I was just gonna pull out my book and read for a little bit. I had actually turned off my phone as far as like, because um, I have people texting all the time. Yeah. Um, Her phone is pretty insane. I'm not gonna lie. I look at it. I'm like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> and it's even more in my less- life. It's even less insane since Dude, I know Gabby, you know, like help with, you know, scheduling and clients and all of those kinds no, of things. No, it's better than it used to be. It's just like, it's so it's much impressive. better. Um, and I still have lots of people that message anyhow. So I had shut my phone off for Sunday and I went upstairs and was just going to, you know, pull out a book and start reading. And Gentry goes, Hey mom, are we still going to go on that hike? And I had completely oh. forgotten. So at this point, Dude. it's like, like three 30 in the afternoon. I had completely forgotten that earlier last week I told when we were sitting, we were eating dinner um, and Jeff was asking, Hey, what do you want this weekend to look like? I had said, Oh, I actually would love to get out and hike. Like the last couple of weeks. Yeah, but when you're about ready to get into a bed and you're doing that mode, hiking is like that, man, that would have been like a, Oh shit. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, there was some of that. And I was like, Oh, you're right. I said that. Okay. Let's go. Like go get, go get your boots on. Um, bundle up because it was pretty cold and we had had some flurries out on our side of the valley and um and so I went out to the shop because Jeff was you know building cabinets in the shop uh, for most of Sunday and I was just like hey I'm taking off and he's like uh where are you going <laughs> yeah I bet and so I said you use it in your pajamas snuggle up to a book I'm like yeah <laughs> yeah yeah so got out of pajamas got into hiking clothes and Gentry and I went and found, you know, a new trail 
went and hiked that for a little bit. And then on the backside of Utah Lake, um, the very, very south side of Saratoga Springs, the road gets really narrow into like a two lane road. And it is like country road. It is rolling hills. Uh, mm. Gentry loves going out there because the rolling hills, when you're driving it, like it gets your tummy. And so she asked, she's like, oh, man, I hate that. Man, I get carpet though. So like, I can see if you like that feeling, but like, oh, so she's like, mom, can we go hit the hills? I'm like, yep, let's go hit the hills. So we went and we just drove and she and I would just listen to music and she was playing DJ. And um, this was another thing that was cool is I was having her pull up some of her favorite songs. Mm -hmm. And if you want to get to know your kid, really anyone, have them pull up their favorite song and ask them why they like it. Ask them like, you know, what the song represents for them. So she and I, she was, you know, DJing through and, and I was just asking her different questions about the songs and it was giving me little glimpses into some of the different parts of her inner world you know it was actually really really cool to and she was she you know and it was such like a casual conversation um Mm -hmm. so I had like a really cool experience how media like right like media is really it's neutral everything Mm -hmm. is neutral it's what we make it mean right Mm -hmm. any type of experience is some regards neutral, even if you're having emotions about it, you still get to decide mm-hmm. what that experience means. And so it was cool to have, you know, the experience with Reese. And then it was cool to be listening to music with Gentry and to just be exploring what it means and what we're mm-hmm. going to make it mean and who we're choosing to be in this life. And even with the hard things and the things that are confusing or challenging, like, cool. Part of life is that it's confusing and challenging. And how are you going to be powerful still in that moment? Mm-hmm. Uh, how are you going to choose to be like your favorite version, right? Instead of, you know, going down anyhow. So Sunday was really actually very cool. I got one-on-one time with everybody that was home. And, yeah. Um. Even though I was, oh, I don't want to go out and hike because I was, I was like bundling up in my. Yeah, no, that's like the worst. So bundling up, about ready to get into bed to read a book. That is a whole different mode than like, let's go hike. When she said that, I'm like, oh, that sucks. I know you're going to go do it. Cause she said, but man. That is not the best feeling, at least for me. Not my yes. best feeling when I'm about ready to like chill out. Yeah, it took sure. me it took me like a minute and I was like, cool, we're doing yeah. this. So we're doing this. And then it was great. Yeah. Um so Sunday was really, awesome. really nice. And that's so good. Um sat I'm rest okay. There's a something I'm wrestling with. Do I share it? Do I not share? Yeah, because I don't even know what it is. So fans, you you'll know. be getting it for the very first time with me if she says it. Um, I'll just, I'll yeah, I'll just, I probably won't share details, details, but you know, a couple weeks ago on one of our morning, our Monday morning chats, I was talking about how oh my heart is pounding. Okay. Oh my gosh, I'm still, I have, I literally have no clue. This is, I'm so curious. So I was talking about how. Um, wanting to find that line between sharing my experience, but also when my experience coincides with another person's experience, like how do you share it in a way that is okay, honoring to that. everybody involved? Um, yeah. And also not sharing something that I needed to hold for a little bit, but also I'm having my own experience with yeah. that thing, right? And so it is, it's a little bit of like a, a dance, but I do feel like I can share this because it is now public knowledge. Um, oh, I think I know what it is. Okay. Let's talk about this. <laughs> but on Saturday, I had the opportunity to meet up with 
um, my brother-in-law, Jared, he, he was married to my sister for 27 years. Um, and his, you guys, he met someone and I like, we all get it. It's really fast. (laughs) Everybody has emotions, you know, about it or thoughts or whatever. Um, and, but the thing that was so cool was that I feel like I had been given like a heads up all along the way. So like my experience with this has been really gentle compared to what other, like what, like other, I want to say other, like what the other worldview might have been like, oh my gosh, wouldn't you have been so mad? Wouldn't you, you know, like, and, and I didn't, that wasn't really my initial response, partially just because some of this I attribute to doing core four right? Like we, we talk about core four. It is the baseline of what we do every single day, whether we feel bright, shiny and live or whether we feel like roadkill. And Mm -hmm. I stayed really, really consistent, partly just because it's who I am and what I do now. I've been doing it for so long. It's just what it is. But part of core four is um, meditation. And so since my sister's passing, anytime I go into meditation, not every day, but you know, she's pretty close right now. And, and so, and, and I think part of it is there's like a, a part of me that misses her. There's also a part when I asked her, um, before she passed, I asked, you know, are there, are there any specific things or requests that you have of me after you die? Like, is there anything that you would love from me? And, and she had a few things, but one of the things she asked was, um, please keep my story alive. Like, like she, like she's like, and and obviously like there are some things that are going to be sacred that aren't going to be um you're not going to share real publicly she's like or maybe you will but like she's like I had a good life I had a hard life but I had a good life and and I think that's that would be normal for anybody who's passing like they don't want to be forgotten and they want their their influence on the world to continue forward and that one felt pretty easy for me. Like, oh yeah, like yeah. you're such a huge part and a huge influence in my life. Like it's not hard to keep your story alive through my experience of you. Yeah, yeah. So anytime I'm in meditation, Jen's normally right there. And I think we all had known, you know, cause Jen was, Jen was also before she passed very, very clear that she wanted, she didn't want Jared to wait. He's young. He's for you guys. He's 49. Like, yeah, there's still a lot of life to live. She doesn't expect him to like be alone. Um, you know, they were very open about it. My sister had such a, just a different perspective, such a higher level perspective than what a lot of, I think humans, like a lot of us tend to really easy, get down in the weeds of the details. And she did a really good job of like getting up above, looking at the bigger, grander picture and also being really realistic, like facing the reality. Um, but mm-hmm. obviously that's what cancer, the journey of cancer gave her. Like you, you learn that you get to face reality real fast. Yeah. So um, it was interesting because I've, I've known for a little while um, because her husband has been great about being transparent about it. What a hard thing. <laughs> um, but he had been pretty great with being transparent about it. But what was interesting is a couple of nights before uh, he had messaged me about it. Um, I had actually had a dream of, um, it was myself and Jeff and Jared and another woman 
uh, out on like out to dinner. And the other other woman obviously wasn't my sister. And I woke up that morning. I was like, huh. He's he's going to meet like I had this feeling this knowing he's going to meet someone soon. And I could remember in the dream thinking, you know how like when you're in a dream and you you'll, like you'll have these thoughts, yeah. right? But yeah. like they're sort of lucid, but they're kind of not very lucid. But while yeah. I was in the dream, I had remembered thinking my sister would like her. Mm-hmm. And so, and then it was, so I had that dream. And then a couple of days later I get the text and, you know, he and I jumped on a phone call and and he was just talking to me about it. And, and so, you know, it's been such an interesting, I don't know. I, I feel like I'm learning so much in this whole experience in like my personal family life. Mm. Um, but I got to go out and I, I met Jared and, um, Emily. So her name's Emily. I met them and we had brunch and, you know, it was. Yeah. How was that? It was like, I don't even know how to describe it. Like Emily was great. She and I like easy to, easy to communicate with. Um, Yeah. Also like both of them were like, we get it. This is asinine. Like, you know, like they weren't, you know, they weren't like, like we get it. This is just like, but it's happening, and you know, I I yep. don't even know how to explain <laughs> it. But you know, they were both not even shy about that part. They both yeah. were um, very realistic about that part, and it was cool because I sat there at the table and I also talked about my sister. Yeah, and 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 I, you know, it was you guys. This world is a friggin' trip. This life is a That's friggin' weird. trip. That's pretty um, crazy. That is pretty freaking crazy. I'm not going to lie about that. I mean, good on them, but still, it's pretty crazy. <laughs> this is pretty crazy. Like, let's just call it like it is. It's pretty crazy, and it's awesome. And I'm not saying this couldn't happen. There's not, I don't definitely don't think there's anything, like, wrong. Like, he did anything wrong or whatever. But it's just, like, that's just fast on any standard. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, it's fast. And, and nobody's even... Um, trying to like justify or say that it's not like which you know yeah I can appreciate that part too it just sometimes I sit back and I'm like huh this is all so wild this you know since October my whole world has been such a wild experience and I feel like I've I have come to understand like deeper levels of surrender of trusting the flow of whatever any Mm. moment is giving of accepting what is and choosing who I want to be in whatever moment, whatever each moment is giving me like having a choice. I can choose. I can be, I can be like a real big bitch about this or I could be, um, I could be the victim to this, right? There were a couple of times where I like really wanted to be the victim about my sister dying and making it all about me. And I'm like, holy crap. Like, why would I want uh, to- Not about me right now. Not about right me. Now, one, not about me. Two, why yeah. would I want to like tarnish these last moments with that type of energy and that type of mentality, right? But the thing is, is it took having to hit levels of like one, owning owning my own, inner you know inner little victim 
Uh having compassion for that part of me, but also choosing who do I want to be in this moment? And it has been every single day. I feel like I am like, I, you know, we talk about in business, you and I, we have a vision, you know, for my family, you know, in my romantic relationship with Jeff, like I have these visions of, of who and what I get to be and experience. And, you know, if you want to call them goals or whatever, and it's in the moments when you want to like turn back and burn, burn it all to the ground that you kind of hold, hold the like, but who do I really want to be? And so Mm -hmm. that, you know, that last month of Jen's life was really intense and awesome and beautiful and wonderful. And it was that because I chose that to like be my reality. Yeah. Very similar to the podcast that was last week, how we were talking about romantic relationship and it's like, cool. Well, Mm -hmm. I'm choosing to view Jeff as being romantic Mm -hmm. right now. Mm -hmm. Um, It really always does come down to like what it is that you're choosing and the way that you're wanting to see it. mm -hmm. So that's crazy though. I mean, it still sounds fast. And so it's still, (laughs) it's still completely played out. Like, I freaking love it. Cho- choosing. I just, I just get to choose. Yeah. And yeah. And that has been such a, you know, even beyond like Jared and Emily and Jen and, and family and the kids and spouse, like even beyond like all of the nitty gritty details of that, mm. the, the biggest, I don't even like lesson, understanding growth. I'm not sure the, what the word is, but just the, the fact that I, I, I get to choose. And there's a safety yeah. and a freedom in that. Yeah. So um, I, like that. I just keep choosing the reality that I am committed to creating. Yeah. Even when maybe sometimes my emotions don't feel that way. So like having compassion with the little victim part of me that was like, I'm losing my sister. Right. And wanting to like, I don't like this. make the moment yeah. about me when really it was like, cool. Well, you got about six hours left. Do you want to be like a victim about losing your sister? Or do you want to go climb in bed with her and snuggle her and hold her hand and breathe with her while she's like in the process of crossing over? Amanda, what do you want to do? Who do you yeah. want to be? Oh, cool. Well, I'm not going to miss the moment to go snuggle my sister while her spirit is still in her body. Sure. She might not be coherent anymore. I'm yeah. not going to miss the moment. And so th- just having the ability to choose. And I'm finding that when I choose to be and operate in alignment of the vision that I hold for myself, for my family, for my business, the coolest part is that I'm finding that in all of the moments when I'm being offered the choice to be a victim or to actually be who I say that I am, every time mm-hmm. I choose to be who I say that I am, I find that there are no regrets and there's no resentment. Yeah, I would agree with that. Really, really agree with that. It's really true. I mean, you're just like, well, because I mean, it's really hard to have regret if you're fully present in the moment. It's really easy to choose yes and no when you're fully present. You're not thinking about, well, how's this going to affect this? So, this happened in the past, but if you're just fully present, it's really easy. I feel like a lot of times just make the decision in that moment. And then regardless of how it plays out, you're fine with it. Yeah. At least that's how it is for me. So. No, that's a good point. Not that I, not that I always do that, but you know, <laughs> I mean, the times that I do, I think that works out much better than the other ways that I do it sometimes. And so there's definitely human moments and all of it, but I think that's awesome. Way cool. I love that you met her. That's yeah. awesome. Yep. It is. Like I said, it's all a really wild ride and I'm just grateful for like the gift of choice. You know, we, yeah. Michelle, you and I grew up, we grew up um, LDS 
Mm-hmm. And one of the core, I say core principles, I don't even know if that's, but like one of the core like teachings of um, the LDS faith is that this life, we are like given the gift of agency. We yeah. are given the gift to choose. And yeah. agency always felt like such a heavy, the way that I related to it earlier in my life, mm-hmm. it always felt like this really, really heavy weight of like, I have to make the right choice. I have to be perfect. I have to, I have to, I have to. And the way that I related to agency and choice was it felt like a prison. It felt like a cage, but over the work and the healing that I've done for myself, I now find that like the gift of agency and the gift of choice is actually the thing that makes me feel the most safe because I, because I understand how the brain works. I understand how my emotions work. I understand how my physical body, well, it's not like I know like physiology real well, like what organs do what and how many, yeah, whatever. Like, I don't part. know all that stuff, but, but I mean, as far as like my relationship with my body, mm-hmm. I know when to pay attention when it's talking, like I understand the languaging and understanding those things. And then having the opportunity to choose who I want to be, especially in, you know, November and December and even coming into particularly even business wise coming into January um, even when things outside of me seem so chaotic, having the ability to choose is what has made everything feel okay. Feel like peaceful, that. feel safe, feel yeah. like, and yeah. having that trust of like, cool. Like you said, being present in the moment and just mm-hmm. being so present that the choice is clear. And even if sometimes the choice isn't clear, being able to trust, well, I know that I'm doing my very best. And I know that I am like choosing to act from like my favorite version of me instead of my hurt version of me. So I'm going to trust the unfoldment of what comes down the pipeline. And every single time it's worked out. It's just funny though. If we don't trust it, it's happening anyways. That's the thing that always makes me laugh. It's like, well, like I'll say like, man, I'm surrendering so hard. I'm like, but is it like, there's really nothing else to do. It's like, I can fight against it. It doesn't change anything, but it's just, like I mean because things are gonna unfold anyways right mm-hmm. and if you're in the flow of it it's way funner no I mean I do get the idea though because everybody likes to control things but yeah. it always works out it's beautiful if I don't get in the way but you know those days <laughs> <laughs> I like that though that's really cool so yes I had Medical a great experience I had a great weekend that's awesome yeah this is awesome I look really good so we also i gotta go get ready to go um catch a plane oh go jump on a plane well i was just gonna say it's a little bit out here we we teach class tomorrow so get on the plane and i know let's do this i'm excited i think we still have a few hours we gotta go check out of our airbnb but this was fun i'm glad we got to catch up and i will see you later we'll talk to you guys we got another podcast up on thursday but yeah vacation edition today Michelle vacation edition. I know. Michelle vacation edition. I love it. Okay. Uh, I'll talk to you later. Yeah.